Alrighty, what up, you guys? I'm Bryson Smith. And I'm Javin. And, and this, this is etc. Etc. Wow, I almost messed it up. That's funny, because we're like, but it's been like, what, through two and a half weeks? Yeah, two and a half weeks. I, we've been in the groove, too. I just, I blanked. Yeah. I blanked hard. Alrighty, um, so um, we have another new series on our show called A Casual Conversation. Right. Uh, and today's oh, casual right. conversation. We haven't uploaded. Yeah, we haven't uploaded. So. <laughs> so, yeah, this is another one of those things where, like, we've had this idea and we've made videos and scratched them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. So, basically, we're going to be doing a casual conversation about the summer hit show of 2019, Euphoria. That's right. Because we are huge fans of Euphoria, especially me. Like, I've read the script, watched the show. We're rewatching the show, and... I think it'd be dope to talk about it again in its fullness because on the 6th of this December, they're actually going to be going to be having an episode, uh, which is going to be sort of like the bridge between season one and season two. And I think it'd be dope to do uh, um, like sort of a review of each episode before that happens. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about the first episode, uh, how we feel about it, uh, just an overall review of the episode, the music, the cinematography. We're going to be going in huge depth on the show. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, it's your favorite show, right? Yeah, I love Euphoria. The, one of the most, like, one of the coolest things I like. I see. I resonate with the show so much. Uh, like, you know, with characters like Nate uh, and Jules and Rue, I literally, I know the like. At growing up, I knew characters like that, which is really dope because the writer and I forget his name, but I was watching him. He was talking about the show, and he was talking about it was like a reflection of the people that he's known in his life, and I resonated with that so much. Yeah, I like we all know those characters. Not only that, they're mm-hmm. fleshed out too. Like they're full characters as if you, real people. Yeah, they're real people. They're I, real that's people. The, really the best way of saying it is this show portrays real people and real scenarios in a very artistic and Man, expressive does way. Does a great job of doing it. Like uh the cinematographers, they were talking about how they wanted to portray emotional realism, which they did a really good job at doing, which is like saying they're basically saying something not with their words, but with how they're using the lighting and the camera motions, uh, you know, everything that they're showing to you on screen without the words. And right. which is really dope because they did such a good job at doing that. The show is just full of like dope art, artsy, like cool things like the makeup alone yeah. has oh, inspired yeah. and like a whole wave of dude being like, how do I do euphoria makeup? And, Yo. and it's so hard. Like people. Yeah. Pre COVID. I went to, uh, this, uh, I went to a gay club in Hollywood. Um, and, uh, one of the, I remember I was talking to this one dude. He was like, look at my makeup. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm looking. So who is it? I was like, uh, I don't know. Jules. I was like, oh shit, it is Jules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they, yo, that gay bar was or that gay club was dope as hell. <laughs> yeah, that sounds yeah, I've dope. never I've so, never been to a gay bar, I don't think. No, it was a gay club. It was there, dope as hell. There's a lot of women there. Uh <laughs> like right after that I told my boy, I'm like, yo, I'm only going to gay clubs now. That is so <laughs> popping. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, like it did influence a whole that yeah, that, yeah. that show just had a huge influence on people. Yeah. Yeah, I, makeup I, being one of them. I like almost everyone I knew was just like Mm-hmm. trying to do it trying to be like i'm going for that euphoria it's a look it's a look now the euphoria yeah. look um had a cool aesthetic it's gorgeous almost every aspect of the film is gorgeous what i found really interesting uh, we're so we're gonna focus on the first episode mostly mm-hmm. uh yeah. right now we're just praising it in its fullness but <laughs> it's we'll amazing. break down the episode yeah um but in that 
first episode, there's lighting, and in the lighting, I forget every oh, episode, right? With McKay and Nathan and all of them, mm-hmm. um, the room. Oh yeah, the, all the LED lights uh, when uh, the twins and everyone are in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were just talking about how they should, or how what's his name? Like his friend should bone whatever the I don't know the name of the white girl, but you know what I'm talking about, right? What we just <laughs> watched this too. It's really funny. We just watched yeah. this. Um, no, yeah, that that sh- oh man, I I'm I can almost swear I remember her name. She's great. She's actually an amazing mm-hmm. actress. She did really well in that show. Um, but the the lighting with the red background and the blue yeah floor, it, like it, that's not lighting you'd see in anyone's house. Like that's not normal to see. But at the same time, it's such a casual feel, right? That right. it feels real, and I think that's emotional realism. I think that's the idea behind emotional realism where you're whatever the emotion is of the room or of the scene or whatever, every the scenery matches that feeling. Yeah. Whether that's realistic or not. Uh, I mean, uh, what you're saying is true. Like it's not, I guess it's not a, you wouldn't normally see like LED lights lit up in someone's Unless house. It's like a party party, but that was yeah. more like just a but casual that, gathering. No, but that was like they were kicking it. Like that's something like I would have, like even at my house, if that yeah. was, a, so I recently had something at my it's house that was pretty house. cool. And uh, we had all these lights and everything and it was really cool. But that was like a gathering and like, of course you would I, like, I would have something. I've had something like that. So. That's true. That yeah. that might be fair. But I'm, I guess what I'm saying is it's cool how they got the lighting to cut because mm-hmm. blue and red. It's it's a contrast, but it felt very smooth mm-hmm. in that scene and in the rest of it. The whole show has amazing lighting, amazing cinematography, and everyone knows this. People have talked yeah. about this. I love but, how it even starts yeah. off, like even with the first episode uh, with Rue as uh, she was being born. Like, do you remember that? <laughs> like, I'm like, wow, this is deep. And then yeah. they showed like the 9-11 attack. attack um, and you just you see how she grows up to become sort of like, you know, what she is now, which is a drug addict. And it's sad, uh, especially uh, knowing someone like that. Yeah. Uh, and the weird thing about it is, like, like I was saying in the beginning, like how I, I really kind of resonate with that. That feeling of Rue wanting to be so detached from everything, and when she's extremely high or on drugs, how she comes, she f- like falls down into this place of like numbness and just wanting to escape reality. Yeah. Like I completely was like there with her. But everyone's experienced. That kind of feeling, yeah. and those people in rough situations, especially, mm-hmm. yeah, um, want to escape. And she was in that scenario, and it's cool that they didn't. I know a lot of people like her as the main character. She's an amazing main character, mm-hmm. but I feel like the show didn't overly glorify her behavior. Like they didn't make her the best. Like they didn't make her like, yeah, she's a drug addict, but also she's amazing, and she's like super good at this she's not necessarily super good at any one thing in particular you're right yeah yeah but she's also not like in every like oh it could be anyone she's definitely her she's her yeah. own character she's about herself um, i would say that about all the characters honestly, in the show yeah. and we see we see like pff, we see all the characters in episode one right that's like all the you see all the main characters in episode one. yes yeah you see everyone everyone's their own person um, even when they're at the house party, uh, like everyone is their own thing. No one's trying to be somebody or act like someone. They're just their own person, which is really cool. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You do see 
Every I I actually didn't notice that before. You do mm-hmm. see every character. Like I was even even the side characters. You yeah, see you most see, of, if not all of them. Yeah, you see like all the characters in the first episode, from <laughs> the party to uh, even when Rue got picked up by um, her. I would say those are more so her acquaintances, but they knew right. her. Uh, they picked her up. She was uh, riding with them in the car. Uh, yeah, like you see every character. Yeah, the only one you don't see, I think, is a. Uh, Bruce's mom's boyfriend. Oh yeah, he's like way he's like <laughs> later down the line though. Yeah, but he's pretty uh, much it. But that's cool. I I didn't know that that like mm-hmm. you kind of you kind of get the full blend, but you don't get the full context. So they almost like are different characters. Like by they the are. end of it, but they, are they never changed. Yeah. You change your perspective of them. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Um, I think by the end of uh, I think when it, like if we want to start talking about like okay so. Obviously, the show is about drug addiction, um, and you see that in the first episode. You see how Rue's very addicted to drugs. Yeah. And I think one of the things that people were talking about, well, a big thing in the show as a whole was like, yo, this show makes you want to do drugs. I know it did for me, which is so funny because the whole point of the show is to not make you do yeah, drugs. Like, that's like, not amazing. Even I remember when it was out on HBO and I was watching it, uh, what was it, every Sunday. Like, by the end of each episode, I remember it would say, like, call Euphoria the number or whatever, if you know someone who is struggling with, you know, addiction problems. Right. Uh, But for me, it's like, yo, I know, and so many people can relate with me with this. (laughs) I think Zendaya actually said this herself when she won her Emmy. She was like, I know our show isn't uh, something about doing drugs. She was like, I know our show isn't the best when it comes to that, but like, really, you shouldn't be doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe don't do drugs. (laughs) But that show made me want to do drugs. (laughs) Like, I remember I was doing cocaine in a... in the girls' bathroom at Sharky's uh, over at Huntington Beach. I live in California, Southern California, uh, because of that show. I was doing it with my homegirl, and she was like, you want to do this? Co- Am I being too real? No, no. <laughs> Shoot. We're 100% on this show. Every detail of our lives yeah, is like, for I'm, your entertainment. I, right. I don't mind being open about anything or on or over here. Right. So. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like that show really was like, yo, we're gonna do. I was, I would, I was hanging out with my cousin and my friends. I'm like, we're gonna do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're gonna go beyond what Rue did in uh, in Euphoria, go which full. sounds so bad because the right. show really advocates for you not to do that. She literally <laughs> almost died, vomit all over, and you're like, Fuck I yes. was really, really under the influence that night. This is going completely off. To- well, not really off topic because it's still drug related, yeah, but yeah, personal story. I mean, yeah. we've talked about drugs before on the show. Yeah, you know, um, you guys know we talk about it. And if not, I'm going to post something right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drugs, they're good or are they bad? It depends, depends the person. And for Rue, she uh, she was running away from something. That's what she was doing. And you see that by the end of uh, episode nine. And, it, it, I mean, we'll we'll get to that. We're going to go through each episode. But Another nine episodes. <laughs> or episode eight, I'm sorry. Show. We're eight episodes, but I, we're going to do... Are there eight? Uh, I believe there's eight. But we're going to do an extra cause this is so this is going to be a nine Another part eight, series sure. um we're yeah. going to go through each episode and then on the ninth one we're going to do sort of like a what we think season 2 of Euphoria is going to be about based off of what we know about based off one. of what we know and like i said we think this is going to be great because of on December 6th when they're having like a special episode so yeah, yeah. and we're fans <laughs> we just love you actually auditioned you auditioned Yo, for euphoria season two i've said That's this before <laughs> yes i have a video cringe as hell yeah let me know in the comments if you guys would want to see that by the way 
but it is so bad. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I, I mean, I'll I'll show it if if somebody puts in the comments, Bryson. I want to see that video. Yeah, I'll I'll up. show you guys it. It's I'll just upload it directly to the YouTube channel. I don't care what people say. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's that bad it's, though. <laughs> but I still think Bryson should be on Euphoria, despite he's too kind. No, it's true. I'll shave my beard and be in high school again. I'll shave. I look so young. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, man. You would be so good. Anyway. um, But, um, wow, I blanked. Essentially, what we're saying with um, Euphoria, you think it's about drug addiction. And I would agree. I think the wanting to do drugs thing, I think... Addiction, of course, is about your circumstances. It's about the actual drug you're using and how much you use it. And it's just there's mm-hmm. a lot of variables attached to addiction, and there are no easy answers. And I think that show just kind of like glorifying the drug dealer is that a good idea? That seems a little like okay, the drug <laughs> dealer is super kind, golden hearted, and then you have the kid who's like a genius, right? Both positive traits assigned mm-hmm. with drug dealing and advocating. Wouldn't you say they're bad people for drug dealing? But then later on in the show, I know we're supposed to do episode one, but later on the show, she... Um, you no, know, there's just so much to say. Like, I'm <laughs> thinking about episode one. I'm like, touches. Um, I do want to, at some point, break down episode one, though, in this, and what mm-hmm. we have here, like, break it down. But I'm listening to you, Javin. Um, uh, Fez, he, he later on, you see another, where he gets his, his supplier... Right. And that guy's an asshole. He he almost um, it's kills. Like episode four, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think I, 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 he he almost kills the main character with fentanyl. Yeah, he, he was tripping. And <laughs> and so you see that, and then you also see the circumstances that Fed or Fez, sorry, um, Fez deals. Why does he deal? And it's it's what you expect. It's for money. It's to mm-hmm. get money for people he cares about. And so I think what the show does is show a well-rounded... Drugs aren't inherently evil, and the people involved with drugs aren't inherently evil. But there are some pretty catastrophic results that come from right. needing money, needing drugs, and stuff like that. So right. Rue, not the best person. I mean, well, right off the back in the first episode, in the beginning of the first episode, we see her getting out of rehab and literally <laughs> falling right back into her same... Uh, tragic ways that any uh, drug addict would do. Because yeah, her real problems were never addressed, and or rather, they were never solved. Rehab can't yeah. solve anything. They can provide an environment where you can solve something. Right. But she never had that drive or desire to solve well, it. Right she, after she got out, she went right back to doing her... She, right, she got right back into her normal way of living. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, talking to the people she would normally talk to, doing what she would normally do. Obviously, you're going to fall back into doing drugs, which is what she did right off the back. We see her going to meet up with her, with Fez, and uh, what's the name of the little boy? That guy. (laughs) That guy. And buying drugs. Like, that's like, that was like what the first day she was out. (laughs) Yeah, the first day. And in hindsight, like, it makes sense. She feels constantly trapped. Right. I'm just thinking about it. You see her, like, after that, uh, there's a scene where her mom is is yelling at her, um, and she wants her to get drug tested. And then she, Rue is coming up with ways, uh, to to figure out how to not obviously get caught that she's been doing drugs again. And then remember, she she goes to her friend's house to try and get her pee, 
Oh, yeah. She remember she was like looking up ways to like. Yeah, the third we yeah, were shown three like, different ways. Just right back to it, right back to the drug. <laughs> and so we actually see three different ways people handle it. Somebody else being drug addicted. We see Fez's response, which is concerned but still accommodating. Still right. gives her the drug. Still does everything necessary for her to feed into her addiction. Mm-hmm. Which you know, now I talk about him in that context. I love him. He's a great character. Fez is dope. He needs his own episode. He That's need, what we wanted. That's what the people. That wanted. better be what the we, next episode is. But um, <laughs> it's I'm pretty be. sure he'll get it in He'll season get it. Two. He'll get it. Yeah. But. If you talk about it from the drug addiction context, he doesn't sound like that great of a person. He's just feeding her addiction, and he knows it, and he's profiting off of it. Yes, he cares about her. He does. He does care about her, and he knows what he's doing is wrong to her. It's one of those weird situations. Like, I've never been a drug dealer or anything, but I can understand how you could love a friend, but at the same time, you still like supporting their negative addictions i mean at some point uh he obviously there's a moment like i'm speaking to the people who have seen the show and if you haven't you should see the show but Uh, you guys would know the scene where was that episode seven anyways the scene where she was banging on his door like literally banging on his door to get the drug and he was just like no i'm not doing it yeah no like and that was the line where he was like yo this is out of pocket i mean it's been out of pocket but yeah yeah and that is eventually that is the response eventually to have. However, mm. there is a... Is there something flashing? No. On the Sorry, I'm looking at the monitor and there's... A, oh, no, never mind. Um, so, it's... You also see the opposite reaction, which is the one her mom has. And her mom's like the... Never, you're never coming in contact with drugs. I am going to get involved in your life enough to make sure you feel bad about doing drugs, feel bad mm. for wanting to do drugs, feel bad for everything you've ever done. And, and she, yeah, I'm sorry. I just, she, she, I think you're probably going to say what I, um, she loves her. Of course, yeah. she loves and supports her daughter in that sense, but is scared. She's constantly terrified because she almost lost her, but rather, right. Than being emotionally supportive, which isn't something she understands how to do with Rue because Rue's very shut off. And because the mom's, if we're honest, not that great at reading emotional situations. Mm. She just right. con- control. She tries to keep her daughter close and in control. So that's the way she loves. And that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, the, the scene uh, in the first episode where uh, the actress is Nina King, uh, the, the one that played Rue's mom. Um, when she was talking to Rue in the bathroom and Rue didn't want to talk uh, and she was crying, she was like, Mom, not right now. And then it flashes back to when uh, Rue's sister found her in her room, like in vomit uh, from overdosing on a certain drug or whatever it is she was doing. Uh, but we, we, we see that the mom does care about Rue. I think she just doesn't know, like what she said, she doesn't know how to handle that. And who would? That's a lot. It's a lot. You almost lose somebody. Not only almost lose somebody, but as a parent, you yeah. it's on you. Like you, you see that. If I could speculate, I'm. This is all speculation. Okay. But if I could pretend like I have a psych degree, which I don't, <laughs> um, she almost lost her daughter. That's not a reflection of her daughter as much as it is a reflection of her own parenting. And so I think the reason she's so hard on Rue 
is because she's terrified that she's going to lose her daughter. Right. And she's also terrified that she's a bad parent. Oh, and wow. It could be both. She's as harsh on her daughter as she is on herself. She's constantly being like, you need to be better because she thinks she needs to be better. And she's pushing that onto her daughter. Mm. And so we're just stuck in this swirl of shame and pride that she has. And it just never helps. It's not going to help Rue in the end. It doesn't. It doesn't. I see that. Yeah, I definitely see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, <laughs> yeah. I don't know okay. if I'm reading too far no, into it. I mean, no, that, that definitely, li- uh, that I feel like that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, we, the show never went in depth on the mother or anything. No. No, actually. Yeah, they, it never they, went in depth on the mother. I don't think it needed to. I think it did well, honestly. It was more I, about the It could have went more in depth on like Fez or somebody, but. Please. Yeah. Season two. It'll, don't fail us. <laughs> but. Yeah, I think she, the mom was doing the best she could do with, you know, obviously the knowledge of what she, with what she had. That's what I think. Of course, that's every parent, right? Oh, mm-hmm. almost every parent. They just do the best they can. Um, it just sucks that when your daughter, when your child isn't like you and has different experiences and different mm-hmm. struggles, it's hard. It's hard, especially when you have your own struggles, which kind of brings us to our third way of dealing with addiction there's the accommodating giving and then there's the being strict and taking away and then there's the third which is doing nothing just kind of watching and that was what her sister did and that doesn't make her sister a bad person her sister was similarly scared scared out of her mind that we she saw was that there. we see that all you see all this in the first episode yeah Fir- first episode jesus christ a lot. <laughs> there's a episode. lot of information to take in on that first episode this show is fucking bonkers. It's a, so it's drama. I'm I'm a bit critical of drama as a yeah, genre. Yeah, you told me I, that. Yeah, but Bryson has shown me the light, and he has shown <laughs> me some really good dramas. Uh, dramas, have, yeah, really good. And this show does phenomenal with it. It's just gorgeous, but it's it's a lot. It's very dense, but it feels very fluid. And with the sister. You see, like, snippets, like tiny yeah, you little see, bits. Right, right, right. But you, it's powerful because she does nothing. She watches this happen. She doesn't judge. She doesn't say, you're bad for this. But she also doesn't say, hey, I think you need help. She doesn't get involved. She just is there. there. I mean, she loves her sister, though. Of course. All, all three of them care about yeah. Rue, but none of them help her at all. Jules helped jules helped but we don't see that in the first episode we see the beginning of them uh we see the beginning of their relationship and as the series goes on you see how that unfolds and you see how jules tries to do her part or does do her part you know what's funny though what's up with jules rue's actually the one who wants to change for jules jules doesn't necessarily say you need to change or have an ultimatum she's just like there but they're no, in an involved point, I think way. She, uh, and this it. is all spoilers if you haven't seen it. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. how many minutes in? 23 minutes. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler no, warning. No, Jules does say at some point, I believe she says like, I, I think that Jules told Rue that she wasn't going to be able to hang out with her anymore. Yeah, she did. Yeah, if she was going to be on drugs all the time and like, like she, yeah. Yeah, she, she So that was why Rue was like, all right, I got to stop doing this drug stuff. Yeah. And I, I really do think... Uh, I'm not an expert in addiction and addiction has a lot of variables, but generally the strict harsh route, never good. The I'll just feed into it and hope you like me never works. And the Mm. just being there and ignoring the problem never works. 
being involved and stepping over the hurdles with them and accepting the mistakes as they go along. Like yeah. Rue's going to do it sometimes and you have to accept that that's just going to happen and not judge her for that, but also help her not do that again. Right. Uh, question. What was your favorite part of the first episode? Favorite. Okay. <laughs> so, so there's a whole other aspect of the show that I really enjoy, which is the sexual part. And the reason I enjoy it is because it's so painful. Ooh, let's talk about, let's talk about the sex scene in this. Cause that seemed to have in the first episode. There's only one sex scene. Isn't yeah, there? but you seem to have got a reaction out of that when we were watching it. There are two. There are two sex scenes. Three. The one where Jules has sex with uh, Nathan's dad or Nate's dad. Right. But then there's also the one with the, the girl. Um, the, the sex scene oh, with yeah, the dad. Right, yeah. Yeah. And then technically there's an implied sex scene with the other mm-hmm. girl. And, mm-hmm. and that leads in it. But the one um, with Jules and... That was your favorite uh, scene? Calvin? No, that wasn't my favorite scene. Um, <laughs> that that I just felt like represented it. Uh, Nathan and his dad represent toxic masculinity. It's pretty on the nose. Not in mm-hmm. a bad way. It's They're well-rounded characters. It's just they're toxic, and it's because they believe in this idea of masculinity. Um, and I just find that that aspect is really harsh, and like there's a lot of complexity to that. But then there's the scene with the girl, Cat, uh, I think, um and there she's in the room with the twins. Oh yeah. I yes. and the I have a <laughs> love hate relationship with that scene because I I hate it so much but I love it because it so perfectly represents to me that kind of peer pressure that that weird he's not even like he's got this gross little mustache. <laughs> he's a skinny white boy. The twins don't know what the fuck oh, they're saying. But she falls for it, not because she's stupid or anything, but because she genuinely believes that her value is determined by these fucking weirdos. What they did was some lame, like that's lame as hell. And she was just like really falling for it. Yeah, it's like, he's like, would you, would you suck my dick right now? It's like, no, dude. I don't know. Take it out or something. (laughs) Let me see. He was like, it's not hard. She (laughs) won't. It's not hard yet. Like, oh my God, you are so lame. (laughs) But it's true. I I know those people. I've known them. I've met them. And they are just as lame now as they were (laughs) back then. And that's why I love that scene. I, I think the sexual themes in the entire show, I don't know if they're necessarily realistic in the sense that everyone's experiencing that but it's realistic in that those who do experience that feel that way i'm pretty Um, sure that that's happened a lot (laughs) in life like peer pressure a group of a group of teenage boys peer pressuring some teenage girl into some situation like it's you think you think you're a bad bitch let me see your titties let me see your (laughs) i'm i'm bad i'm a bad bitch yeah prove it so many pictures (laughs) like what like that, yeah, that scene is, yeah. Don't fall mm. for it, please. I mean, I don't know. I don't know who watches this, but it's probably not high schoolers. But if there is a random high schooler, please to watch us <laughs> on either side. Don't do it. Don't fall for it. It gets better. I just, I, I just wait, 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 so wait, wait, wait. Was that, that wasn't your favorite scene or was it? That was my favorite oh, scene okay. in that I hated it so much. Oh, and I, that's why okay. I rather it provoked the strongest emotion in me. Got when I'm like, you. Oh man, I've, oh man, I've been in that room. I've, I've seen that happen. Oh right. no. I have. Okay. 
Dang, I have a favorite scene throughout the whole series, but that's later down. This is part one to like a nine part series. Okay. Uh, but as far as the, the first episode, my favorite scene in the first episode is probably, I like like little scenes and stuff. Like I like, there's a couple different ones I like. I like, okay, so uh, at the house party, uh, when Jules cut herself and she was like, hi guys, I'm Jules. <laughs> and like Nate, yo, he was tripping. Like I like that scene a lot. And then I also like the scene uh, right after the house party when Rue and Jules become friends. Like, that's like the first time they met. And then they like ride the bike to her house. And then I like that the music cute. that went with it. Like, I like that. Those two scenes a lot. That Yeah, those are heartfelt. And yeah, I like those. How do they get the emotions in that show right? It's it's the, it's a combo of everything. But man, it's they really do yeah. get it. The, the scene, I think it's one of the most famous scenes in that show, which is the hallway spinning. Oh, right. yeah. That scene was dope, too. That was of cool. I remember watching that the first time. Oh, Jared. He loves that scene. Yeah, he was freaking out. Song That's going. my brother. Jared's my brother. Yeah, that was, that was really... Oh, it stopped. Did we lose it? Doing the thing. It's just, uh, oh, I turned it the other way. I'm going to be pissed if we got the wrong monitor. This one's good. Do what it's saying. Maybe it's not compatible with your camera. It has to be compatible. Oh, maybe we didn't set it up right in the middle. Talking about? Can we both talk about the same title? Oh, okay. 
I'll just have to use like a jump cut. Like, sorry about that, but we'll have to deal. Yeah. We're still figuring that out. We'll so that's this. still together. We just gotta yep. hop back into it. Just gotta hop back into it. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, my camera messed up. But um, yeah. yeah we were talking about the the scene with the Beyonce music going and the the spinning in the hallway. Uh, I actually looked into that scene because when I first seen, it, I thought it was so cool. And then I read that they actually, uh, they, well, they built like a, it was like a stage thing that they built. And then what they did was they were able to turn it around and they glued like, um, like what's it called? Everything was like oh, glued the wind, to the like wall and everything was like stuck there. And so they spin it around slowly the frame. And, and just has Zendaya obviously walk among the walls and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Really, really cool. Really creative uh, how they did that. That was really unique. Yeah. And but then um, the people are there. I yeah. assume they're filmed separately. Well, yeah, at like uh, that whole that whole everything was dope. Uh, yeah, episode one had a lot of layers to it. Had a lot of there was a lot of information being brought in the first episode, and they did it in a really great way. Uh, and yeah, I'm if you haven't seen Euphoria, definitely check it out. Uh, like we're gonna be doing a whole review on the whole series before. They have that special that comes out on December 6th. And, um, yeah, so this will be part one of, what, nine? Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is going to be a whole series. Yeah. Um, Did you want to say something before we wrap it up? Um, I just want to say that, again, the sh so there's this thing in art specifically called, like, there's, like, impressionism and mm -hmm. stuff like that, um, where the idea isn't to paint something hyper-realistic. The idea is to paint something that gives the feeling that you would mm. have if you were there. So, like, you'll see a painting of a pond, and it'll feel more like a pond than an actual picture. Right, got you. Um, and, and in photography, even, like, there's this thing where you, if you take a generic ass photo of a photo of a pond and you look at the photo, you're like, that's not, but that's not what I saw. Like, that's not what got it was you. like when I was there. And so you have to set up all the lighting. You have to like really get it right. And I think this show does exactly that. It Definitely. doesn't just show things happening because that doesn't give you the same feeling as if you were there, but the way it's structured, the yeah, lighting, definitely. the cinematography, the dialogue even yeah. gives you the impression. It all, it all, all works together. Yeah. It all works together. And that is why I think it it's, sets that apart from other like crappy genre or uh, <laughs> dramas and, and romantic comedies and stuff because it was they a don't great, it was a great teen uh, drama uh, series. Right. Not like the others for sure. No, yeah. uh, a funny story before we wrap this up. I actually watched the end of euphoria first. I watched <laughs> literally like I'm the exact end. I watched maybe fifth, 15 minutes or 10 minutes of the end, the last episode, I had taken this nap. I was wiped out. Um, and as I was waking up, a person who was visiting 
um, was just watching this show. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what it was, and it looked like one of those teen dramas. So it was like, I don't really care for this. Mm. And then I was, but then I kept like my eyes kept going back to oh, the screen. I'm like, this looks so good though. <laughs> it is. It was <laughs> like the the makeup was really what caught me first. I'm like, why is this so good? It's so appealing to the so eye. <laughs> good. And then they kept going, and I'm like. I don't know anything about these characters. I know literally nothing and I'm already hooked. I, I'm like in. And so we watched, I watched episode one and I'm like, this show's so fucking good. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I had no really idea was. it existed. Yeah. And I binge watched it. I watched the whole thing and it was phenomenal. One of the, yeah, one of the best shows I've ever seen. I say that a lot, but I really do mean it. Like I'm mm. not exaggerating. It's one of the best shows out there. And I think it's because they give you, they, you know these people. Yeah, you know I, their experience. I definitely did, and I think it's miraculous to see a show do that and still keep it like engaging and interesting. Definitely. So that's uh, what. What's your final? Thought? Oh, I feel like I've said everything I need to say. <laughs> I can't wait to do the episode uh, two review and just go through it. Just so. hit it. Yeah. If you, you if you want to if you enjoyed this if you're a fan of Euphoria or you're a fan of us, uh, definitely subscribe, support, comment, uh, and we will definitely be. Writing to you, we try to write back to the comments that we get. Again, this is still the beginning of us, but we're definitely in this for the long run. So we will be for sure seeing you guys next time. See you next time. Ralph, do you have anything to say? Ralph doesn't care. No, he doesn't care. (laughs) See you guys.